1995, a curious story rose out of Lesur County, Minnesota. Local students found a number of deformed frogs in a marsh near the Minnesota River. Within a year, similar reports began to surface around the country. It caught the attention of scientists, including Judy Helgen of the Minnesota Pollution Control Agency. Filmmaker Matthew Bloom's new documentary, Mystery in the Wetlands, retraces the efforts of Helgen and her team to control the phenomenon and the political challenges that they faced. Bloom joined KQAL's Bill Stoneberg over the phone to discuss the film and the unique aspects of this story. I'm Willard Hike, and this is Artbeat on KQAL. Painting to photography, from beadwork to woodworking, KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University presents Artbeat. Artbeat highlights the work and accomplishments of local artists from in and around Winona. Support for Artbeat is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Uh, we are speaking today with Matthew Bloom. He's a filmmaker. Uh, he's created the film Mystery in the Wetlands, which showed at Frozen River Film Festival this year. And uh, hello, Matthew. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you very much. Sure. And uh, so Mystery in the Wetlands, you know, and it's kind of about in the 90s where there were some deformed frogs covered in, discovered in Minnesota. Uh, it was talked about in the media a lot. I remember this. And uh, people were concerned that something was causing it in the water. Uh, it might be unhealthy for people to drink. Um, is there anything else you can tell us about that? Um, you know, what got you into it? What got you into the, uh, the situation and uh, making a film about it? Well, um Back when I went to school for video production, that's around the time that this happened, and I had a, a documentary film production class, and I thought that that would make a great topic for me to do a documentary about. Um, never happened, though. Um, and recently, actually a few years ago, I heard a story on NPR, a follow-up story about that, and that sort of got the wheels going, going for me anyway. Okay, nice. Did so you had uh, known about it and were interested. In it. Did you, did you know about Judy Helgen and her work in uh, with the situation as well? Not until I heard that uh, NPR report. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so, so was it the NPR report itself that uh, caused you to kind of start making the film about it then? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like I had remembered that it had been in the back of my head for, you know, for something to do since college, but. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, that's, that was, uh, the impetus, I guess. Nice. Nice. Well, how, how long have you been, uh, making short films or working in film? And well, actually I'm a, uh, senior producer at KSMQ, the, the PBS affiliate in Austin, Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Um, and I produce a show called off 90, which is, uh, art, uh, culture and history sh program and a, sort of a magazine program, mm -hmm. and uh, I thought that Judy Helgen's story would be a great addition for the show. Um, nice. So I, I, I put it on the show, and uh, then I thought, well, uh, let's, let's see what else I can do with it. <laughs> nice, nice. So you've been, have you, were you actively following this story, like, throughout the years, and kind of had that in the back of your mind that you'd someday work with it, or is it something that just came back when you heard that on the radio? It pretty much just came back. Okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so it wasn't like you were sitting pondering all the time, you know. I no, no. Whatever happened to frogs? <laughs> right. Well, well, I've, actually, that, that occurred to me, but, but you know, I didn't 
look at, I didn't take the time to look into it until then. And I was like, oh, now's the time. So Right, right. So, you know, um, I've, I've seen the film. Um, if people out there haven't, uh, you know, like I said, it showed at Frozen River Film Festival. Uh, is there a, another way people can watch the film if they missed it at the festival? Actually, yeah, there is. Uh, it's on, you could go to our website, ksmq.org. Uh, there's a link for all the episodes of Off 90 that I've done, and you could either uh, you could either uh, search for Judy Helgen or search for um, episode one zero zero nine. Ooh, even the episode number. Yeah. Perfect. Well, that'll, yeah. that should be pretty <laughs> the easy. The ninth to... episode of the tenth season. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. Nice. <laughs> so you've been doing this for quite some time, then, huh? Ten seasons. Yep. Ten years. Wow, excellent, excellent. Um, so, you know, when I was viewing the film, I'm like, okay, I remember this. I totally remember it. And then uh, it kind of leaves it open in the end. Did they ever really figure out exactly what it was causing the deformities in the frogs? Or No, they did not. Oh, wow. Um, that's actually, I, I talked to other documentary filmmakers when I was thinking about doing the story, mm-hmm. and uh, I told them that, there's there isn't a satisfactory a satisfactory ending, you know. <laughs> right. And they said, well, you shouldn't do that because because there's no real ending. But sometimes uh, that's that's the way life works out. Um, and and plus, I think that's important that that raises attention to the fact that that we don't know. Nobody knows for sure. Right. You know, I, I think that's important. That you know, sometimes that is how the story quote ends so to speak you know for lack of a better term you know um mm-hmm. that it it's it hasn't ended it's ongoing you know right do you think that they did enough or are doing enough to figure out what the cause is i know they they filtered some of the uh wells are in the area through charcoal a charcoal filter um and that seemed to help with the frogs so they're assuming it would help with any danger to humans do you think they've done enough uh that's that's a good question um according to the m PCA website, the water, the, the testing, the normal testing that they would do on water, uh, they didn't find things that would be harmful to people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if they don't know exactly what they're looking for, then then how can you be sure, you know? <laughs> right, right. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I think, I think uh, more should be done, but it's, you know, it takes money and budgets and things mm-hmm. like that to, to to do more testing. Right, right. And uh, I think I mentioned her name a little bit before, but Judy Helgen, who studied this issue and uh, wrote a book on it, um, did you, was there any insight from her when you were making this film? Did uh, she have any clues to, as to uh, what might be causing it or anything like that? Or Well, she felt uh, she was strongly inclined to thinking that it might have to do with chemicals or pesticides. I mean, there, there were mm-hmm. other possibilities like uh, parasites, UV rays, all those things affect frogs, but they're natural and naturally occurring. And this was like uh, an abundance of, of deformed frogs showed up all at once, you know, it wasn't, right. and they had done testing, um, in a lab where there were no parasites and there were no UV rays and the deformities from these affected ponds still produced deformed frogs. 
So that, you know, strongly suggests that it's, it's not necessarily uh, natural. Natural, right. There's something in the water, right? Yep, <laughs> so yep, to speak. And, yep, exactly. And and the fact that they that they could use charcoal filters to filter the water and, and mm-hmm. no deformities then came from the filtered water, I mean, it just it seems like there's a pretty strong, uh, you know, that that's, that's the reason that it's chemical. Yeah, yeah. When I saw that part of the film, I thought, boy, if I lived in that area, I don't know if I would drink my well water anymore, you know? Right, um, yeah, it's exactly. It's a little frightening. They, yep. They, they actually, the MPCA actually gave those people uh, charcoal systems oh, nice. once that was discovered. Yep. That's good. That's good. So, you know, this, this problem, this issue was, um, it came to light in Minnesota, but uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, but... It, they had found uh, deformed frogs around the country as well at that time too, right? After this, yep, that's correct. And Canada and other other countries too, hmm. actually. So, do you think? I mean, has anyone drawn any connections to like? Are there similarities to those areas? I mean, nothing. Not right? that I know of. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it's an it's an interesting subject for sure, you know. And um, you know, I think it's kind of neat that there's no ending because it's it leaves it open-ended, you know, what is going right, on yeah. here, you know. Um, it also yeah. was a little worrisome. <laughs> yeah. Well, when, when I started it, I um, yeah, I just thought that there was an ending, you know, because mm-hmm. nobody was reporting on it. And, uh, yeah, then I heard that story <laughs> on NPR, and I read the book, and uh, I was like, oh, wow. How about that? <laughs> right. So if, if uh, some research comes out and they figure out what's going on with the frogs, will you uh, kind of continue the project and maybe make a second film or extend this one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be great if something like that would happen. Well, then hope. I'd have an ending. Right, right. <laughs> well, let's hope it does. Um, so what's next for you? Do you have, uh, you know, I know you have Off 90 going on. Uh, do you have any other film projects in the works, uh, something outside of Off 90 that you might be able to tell us about? Or? Well, uh, no, I guess not. The, the station takes up a lot of time, so. <laughs> yeah, I know how that is. <laughs> yeah, well, um, how about Off 90? Is there anything exciting that we can look forward to on that? Well, I I think uh, there's another story that I did about Minnesota uh, during the Cold War that I think I'll try to enter in film festivals too. Okay, nice. Um, which which I thought was pretty cool. It's a pretty cool story. So, mm-hmm. have you been in the uh, Frozen River Film Festival before, or, or is this your first year? First year that uh, something of mine has been shown, but I've I've gone several times. Okay, okay, cool. So uh, we might see some more works from you in the future uh, future festivals. I hope so. All right. Sounds good. So you can check out uh, Matthew Bloom's film, uh, Mystery in the Wetlands, um, and you can also check out his stuff at uh, ksmq.org. He produces a show called Off 90. And um, thank you so much for joining us today, Matthew. We really appreciate it, and I loved your film. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. Thanks again to Matthew Bloom for joining us on this episode of Artbeat. To stream today's episode or any other episode of Artbeat, visit kqal.org and select the Media tab. I'm Willard Hike. Thanks for listening. Artbeat is written and produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. Visit us on the web at kqal.org. Is art an important part of your life? Tune into Artbeat, Tuesdays at 1230, right here on 89.5 KQAL. 
Artbeat is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund.